0: Ladies and gentlemen, only the best internet radio station <laughs> in <laughs> the world.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: No, the universe. The i iRadio Network. Backed by popular demand. Ooh. Now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. I'm your DJ. DJ Barbecue.
1: It's done over 400 events. Ooh yeah. Five, four, three, two, one.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air. This is uncut live now? Here's DJ Barbecue. Welcome, Codad Radio Network. This is your boy DJ Barbecue of Uncut Live. We have a special guest. We have the C to the P, we have Gorilla Pimp from Black Mask Armada. They have an event coming up on October 30th. That event is going to be ridiculously insane. It's the MB9 One Night Stand, Monsters Ball 9. Mr. CP, thank you for being on the show.
1: Oh, thanks, man. It's good to be on. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: We're trying to get the word out, so this is really awesome, especially you guys being a wrestling podcast and us having Midwest All-Pro. This is uh, really awesome.
0: A little uh, probably known to you a little bit, maybe off the the record that we talked. uh, I did share your albums. We do like a spotlight every Friday or pretty much once around the block every week. We'll do a spotlight on an album. And we've had a couple of your albums out there. Uh, like we were talking earlier, it was the uh, Not This Fucking Mixtape. And also your first one in 2012 that I first listened to, I should say, was The, uh, the Keys to the
1: City. Yeah, um, The City, man. That's, yeah, that was the uh, Black Armada And basically both albums, that's the beginning and the end of it. You know, uh, Key to the City started it uh this is not a mixtape uh that was the end of it and then we had about one two three other albums in between
0: right on so tell us a little bit about this uh monsters ball nine that's going on you got a lot of musicians you got professional wrestlers midwest all pro wrestling uh go little more detail for us
1: well monsters ball like i say this is the ninth one so we've been doing this for nine years uh and it's really crazy for, for this to be the ninth one and uh, for it to be the way that it is. Uh, so it's a Halloween show. We always try to do it uh, as close to Halloween as possible. It's always a costume contest. And it's always like we're, we try to mix it up. So it's always rock and hip hop or something. This year is extremely different and extremely uh, one of a kind. Uh, we're going to be. We are doing a reunion show. I'm in a new group now called the Rogues Gallery. And Rogues Gallery has been handling Monsters Ball 9 for the past three, four years. But we're bringing back all our old groups. We're bringing back Black Mask Armada, Truth and ADAPT, and Red versus Green. We have uh, friends coming from uh, Minnesota, Open Minded and Big Smoke. And then we are completely uh, in total partnership with Midwest All Pro Wrestling. So what we're going to have is the wrestling ring right next to the stage. And we're going to, there's going to be nonstop action. It's going to be a rap set. And then right after that, we're ready for to ring the bell for a match, you know? So it's going to be like that rap match, rap match, you know, rap wrestle all night long. It's going to be something, something unprecedented. I believe I've never seen, uh, the hip hop community and the wrestling community get together like this. Uh, and so it's, so to me, this is kind of, uh, a good way to start something new, hopefully maybe build on it. Even, you know, I, I love wrestling. My boys in rogues gallery, we love wrestling. Uh, you know, Vinny, uh, from Midwest right. all pro Dag Nabbit, yeah. uh, he was our old DJ in the black mask armada. And now he, you know, now he's rolling with Midwest all pro so that, uh, it's like the perfect combination of people doing what they do today, mixed with what we did in the past, you know, it's this perfect full circle which is great because that's what the number nine is. It's full circle. So this is, this, this, this is the perfect. If I, if I had so choose to end the Monsters Ball uh, annual thing, it would be this year. I mean, I don't think I'm going to, but this is like the perfect circle thing for this. I'm very excited about it.
0: Now, any of the listeners and watchers will post this on our YouTube page, which is the Code I Radio Network podcast on YouTube. Just search that in the search bar, Uh, but then we'll have it on our podcast, which is all on every podcast platform. This kind of reminds me, if you're a pro wrestling fan, of like the days where they had the rock and roll connection. You had, you know, Cyndi Lauper and all those guys with, you know, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage. You know, they mixed that in. So you had that, that music and the professional wrestling, which make Main Street. So it only makes sense, especially around the Sioux Falls area. There's a lot of talented individuals out there. Uh, for those who don't know who the Blast Mask Armada or Rogue One, um, for Rogue's one Gallery. of them, Rogue's Gallery, but Rogue as one of them, I, miss oh, yeah, yeah. I apologize for that. Uh, but like, try to give them a little sense of like how it got started in the beginning and then where you guys are at today.
1: Well, um, Black Mask got its start, man, in a tattoo shop called the Tattoo Shop. Uh, right on, my boy, my boy Fatty, he was a tattoo artist in there. Uh, I was a young punk kid coming around, getting tattoos constantly. Um, <laughs> and at the time, the 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 other rapper, Dubious Chris Drake, man, his brother would also tattoo in that shop. So he'd come around. I didn't even know they rapped, but uh, I was just. I had some friends over and I was using their computer and I was spitting some rhymes that I had wrote and shit and they were just like, oh, you know, I mean, it, it all came together so perfect, you know, tattoos, rap music, you know, be, <laughs> that's, that's what brought us all together, you know. Then we started adding uh, things to it, like my boy uh, Big Dirty, uh, this, this big old dude from Belize, you know, uh, Dubious knew him, added him on, Vinny wanted to be a part of it, you know, he had the DJ skills, he had a venue, everything clicked together so perfectly. Uh, right. for the, and uh the Black Mask Armada our message was always this really hard fuck you you know uh it was really a, we wanted to make aggressive music darker imagery uh in my opinion Sioux Falls never really had that before it was either kind of like a backpack uh, Minnesota atmosphere kind of a feeling vibe to hip-hop or you kind of had like uh you kind of had like the gangster side of of rap music too like like, down south, rap music and stuff like that. We wanted to create something much more Midwestern. And, right. you know, we did exactly that. We definitely paved the way when it comes to the style of music that that we created around here. You know, we just didn't have a representation for it.
0: Now, like with some of us that have listened to since the 2012 album, Keys to the City, and I'm going to play a song from there so then people kind of get familiar that haven't heard or haven't even maybe known that you guys were around uh, We will try to key up some of your other band stuff If it's on on there that we can key up uh, sure. But I would say that some, In some ways You guys were ahead of your time Because a lot of that stuff and how you did that With that Midwest like feel A lot of that did go in the mainstream ones From the ones that you were coming up from the underground So you guys basically were revolutionary Around in this area At least to that point of how you mix things And how you put the songs together
1: well, I agree 100%. It was rock, it was rap, it was reggae, it was it was country and blues, it was everything. You know, the Midwest is the melting pot of the country. It's all the different styles connecting into the center. And we right. wanted to represent that as best as we could, you know. And, you know, as undergrounders, you know, some of us are Juggalos, some of us are UGK fans, some of us are fucking Jay-Z fans, you know what I mean? Like, we all had different representations. Some of us love Slayer <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, so you're right. It's really easy to just bring that all together, man. And when you have five people working on something, you can get the job done pretty easy. So
0: you put your brains together and you have something that flows and have chemistry. Obviously, you guys did have chemistry because very popular. You were getting about between three to maybe you know, even a thousand people at some times in that heyday. Uh you yep. still can be a draw. You're a major draw. It doesn't matter if you guys haven't been around for a while, you're in your other zoners or groups, but mm-hmm. it's still a draw. <laughs> I'm going to try to play the song from Keys of the City, which is actually the title of the album sure, uh, back there in, in 2012. I'm going to play a little bit of that, and then you tell us where the inspiration come and any other information you'd like to.
1: For sure. <clears throat>
0: See if everybody can listen to that. tee it up.
1: that's right i see over there you fat the now
0: like the I, I said up. listeners, this came in 2012. Oh, come on, oh. ready
1: to rock just like that'll that I'm gonna take my time to block Now,
0: you wouldn't even know that this is people from the Midwest because it sounds so clean and a mix that you would think that it was from some big old company that's out either out the east coast, the west coast, or even down south. Because that got yeah. even beaten popular just like the east and west. Um what was the inspiration with
1: this song while right? it's playing? Yeah. So yeah. for us, uh, for the key to the city for us was the crowbar. Like, you can get what you want. You can be the leader of everything you want, but you're going to have to get it your own way. Right. Um, and that high end of production, man, that comes from a lot of experience on, on Chris Drake's end. You know, he's been in the game for many, many years. Uh, and our engineer at the time was Mike Dresch from Cat House Studios, who is one of the best in the country. Uh, right. his studio no longer exists, but okay. because of him, because of him, our stuff and, and, uh, Chris's experience and Big Dirty's experience, it just, it just made everything. We said we don't want to sound like locals, you know? Right. Yeah. We don't want to sound like locals. So we did everything that we could to, to make sure that it sounded like the CD is ready for the racks, you know, all across the country, if that's where we can get it, you know. Right. And I think it is, you know, and that was our first album, too. So even after that, you know, we still got better. We still, like, learned how to make our sound and and, and, and get in the pocket way easier, you know, as, as future albums came. Right. And you then know, that, like, since you uh, said
0: future albums, you had Ashes of the Empire that came out in 2013, the following year. And it just seems
1: like what was that one album a year which is oh yeah like i don't you know i don't want to speak for other rappers but i don't know a single other rapper who does one album a year around like uh, yeah key to the city ashes of an empire pitch black army of darkness and this is not a mixtape the mixtape all within a five-year span of each other man and all of that too we on annuals, we started the Monsters Ball right away in the beginning. That's our CD release show. Right. Uh, we started doing uh, annual Christmas events for charity. You know, I straight out of the gate we came hard as possible. You know, and because of that, you know, we've created a legacy not only with the Monsters Ball show, but with like uh, an example. Uh, we, you know, we set the example of what a hard worker looks like.
0: Right. Well, I want to play the one of the more popular songs that are on that Ashes uh, to Empire. Uh, of an empire that is live free uh, to oh, give yeah. a little taste of what the next uh, album will sound like. See if I can get it keyed up here.
1: There's a lot more introspective involved with Ashes of an Empire. Yeah. But like I
0: was saying earlier with the last song that I played on your first album, it literally, and I'll i will say this like a broken record, it did not sound like it would have came from the Midwest. I mean, we get a lot of bad reputation um being in the Midwest because they don't think that we have anything. But this was like up there with those top studio albums uh, studio uh, and it just it was amazing to be able to see that and it actually inspired a lot of next gen talent in the Midwest even in the Sioux Falls area.
1: I appreciate that. I we run different and paying attention Who do
0: you uh, give credit for all the artwork for your
1: album artwork? Probably somebody different? Yeah. Yeah, it's always somebody different, but this album specifically, man, I want to give a shout out to my homegirl Callie because she just was thinking about us one night and made that art, you know. And she was like, Hey, I want to get I wanna check this out. I made it thinking about you guys. And we were like, This is so uh this is so fitting to what it is that we were thinking about this album being that we just instantly used it as as uh, artwork.
0: And it seemed like every album that you guys had, more and more popular songs came out of there. So you know, like the first one. You, it, it, like for the downloads part I always kept track of that and it just seems like it just kept getting better and better and you guys are keep bra- breaking barriers and barriers down and it
1: was it's just it's phenomenal um well it took where? time man. It, it takes time you know like we weren't what everything else was so I will always I've always had this me against the world feeling and I think maybe the boys will feel the same way like in the beginning people were like what the fuck is this shit you know like this isn't, this isn't what we're doing around here. Right. But we didn't make music for other musicians. We made music for the fans. Right. So, you know, rappers say our music is garbage. Tell that to 500 people showing up to a local show. You know what I yeah. mean? Because that, that's hard to do, you know, when you're unpopular. You know what I'm right. saying? So oh, yeah, easily. It just kept growing and growing. And one thing that I've always maintained is that if you treat the people that listen to you uh, good. They're gonna treat you good too. You know what I mean. You create create loyalty. You create definitely uh, a fan base. You know, all, all our fan base at the time, they were called the Army of Darkness. You know, yeah. And there's people with AOD tattoos all over this town. You know what I mean? Like, that's one thing. People say your music sucks, and I'm like, well, tell that to the guy who got a tattoo of my fucking name on his neck or some shit. Right? You know, like we create loyalty around here, and people really feel our vibe. So. I'm never I'm never uh, disappointed with the growth that came out of Black Masquermada or Rogues Gallery today. You know, right. we're still we still Rogues Gallery still holds that same initiative. Treat our people good, find your niche and, and, and treat them amazing. You know what I mean? Right. Give them everything first, you know. It ain't so, for the matter.
0: Where did you get your inspiration to start getting into music,
1: getting into this producing like uh, career? Well, I was like a little I was like a little kid when I first wanted to start rapping. You know what I mean? Um, I think the first rap song that I ever heard that made me think I could rap was DMX's Party Up. Okay. I just memorized all those lyrics and it was just so hard. And yeah, that's when I started checking out other rap music. And then when I heard uh bands like uh ICP uh and rappers like Tech Nine, yeah, that's when I that's when I really started thinking like oh, wow, you know, there really is room for me around here because those guys are storytellers. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was always my main focus. Tell a story. Say something, you know, the darker imagery, but make it vivid. Tell a story that'll pop. Tech Nine was a very fast rapper. He inspired me to, to rap faster and learn new ways to rap to the point where when I was 21 years old and, and, and started the, the Key to the City album, you know, that was my first album. I came out the gate swinging harder than any, than anybody. You know what I mean? It was like, um, I mean, that was like 10 years ago and a hundred pounds ago, but, uh, I came out the gate, like anybody my age cannot do what I'm doing. And I, and I have to prove that, you know, as hard as possible. So they really gave me, you know, with having, with having big, dirty, uh, and dubious and fatty in my corner for the BMA, you know, they really encouraged, they really encouraged my foul mouth. You know what I mean? They're like, this guy's fucking you know so right well, i've always kind of had this uh <clears throat> success is the best revenge mind frame yeah so when i grew up you you, you picked on you're bullied you, you you're fat you're a loser nobody likes you you're not welcome to the parties well i'm gonna stay home and learn how to do this then yeah someday i'm gonna show all you sons of bitches you know what i mean that yeah, was always you know. and that's with the BMA, that was I think that was everybody's mind frame. Everybody was like, "Let's let's show them we got something that they can't even fucking touch because they're they're intimidated by it, you know." Let's right. Let's let's scare them a little bit, you know. And it worked. It,
0: so, <laughs> who was all the bandmates for people that don't know? Uh, kind of maybe repeated a little bit for Black Mask Armada. Um,
1: In the BMA, there was me, Gorilla Pimp, uh, and the other founder, Chris Drake. His name is Dubious. There was my boy uh, Big Dirty. Uh, his rap name is uh, Black Demon. Uh, Fatty from Fatty's Tatties here in Sioux Falls. We call him Fat Jesus because he looks like Fat Jesus. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then we had uh, Vinny. Uh, Vinny from Boonies. He was our DJ, DJ Dag Nabbit. That's the original five. That's the original five lineup, you know. And then after that, you know, we had people like Bones and Cheeseburger. We had street team members. You know, we consider them a part of the group just as much as us, even though we're the the entertainment aspect of the group. We had this whole entire team of people that made sure we were the busiest people in town, you know? Right.
0: Uh, So forward to Rogue Gallery, Rogue's Gallery, where did that come about? How did that come into effect?
1: (laughs) After BMA's uh, This Is Not a Mixtape album came out, it was basically just me dirty uh, left rapping and uh, big dirt. He moved to Arizona. So I was kind of forced into a solo endeavor, which is the first of my career. Yeah. Um, so I went solo for a while. I booked a bunch of shows, you know, I recorded some music and there was this other rap group uh, called rogues gallery. They were buddies of mine, Griff and Louie. Um, and I, they came out with their first album and I wasn't on it. I had one, I had one verse on that album, but I liked that album so much. Like I was infatuated with how good it was that I just asked them every show that I booked for myself. I asked them, do you guys want to play this show? Do you guys want to go before me after me? I just, they became good friends. You know what I mean? Um, Right. That that was cool. Like that, you know, but then one day, uh, Louie and Griff kind of hit me up and said, we were thinking about doing, like, a, some sort of a collaborative project. Um, and maybe want, would you be interested in doing a whole album with us? Which that album turned into an album called Gorilla Panic. Um, and it was really supposed to be a one-off album. And then they would have move on to another concept or another idea. Right. But the uh, we all got along so fucking well. And we all felt the same level of animosity towards things uh and and really that's what we drive off of is animosity so uh we just it just i just became a permanent member and i've just we've just been plugging away for one another you know as a brotherhood ever since and i think that was in 2017 i think is back as far back as when i joined the group rose gallery might have started in 2016 but that was the year before you know And since then, uh, with Rose Gallery, man, we've been we've just been climbing and climbing. Like last year, we played the main stage at the gathering of the Juggalos, uh, which is a huge accomplishment for any underground cat that isn't famous. You know, Uh, we've we've continued on with the legacy around here locally with Monsters Ball. Uh, We've created new annual events. We have. One, we got two albums together. Rogues Gallery collectively has three, but we have two albums together. One called Gorilla Panic, the other one called Hurt Heal. Um, And it's just, it, we're still growing, man. And it's still going. We're looking at going on our first tour in the spring. Yeah. Uh, which is probably the first time I've said that to anybody, but it's just, uh, it just keeps growing, man. And as long as I can maintain my personal values as a, as a, as a human being, And I have people in my corner that support that and share that. that I'm not going to stop until I'm like, uh, uh, ever. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Uh, The one thing that I want to always ask anybody that I'm interviewing, uh, and you're up in that that pro league level, what do you Uh, tell like the younger generation now? Because, you know, we're all getting to that age where we, basically the younger generation, we inspire them to do So what do you recommend them and then we're going to get into the pro wrestling and it'll go full circle to the event
1: uh as a rapper i have two lanes of uh of advice two different separate lanes and it's up to the youth to choose whatever it is one just don't rap just just get it out of your head don't do it live a better life for yourself because this road is filled with a bunch of bullshit and heartache uh, <laughs> you know what i mean and it's hard right and you'll hate yourself and you'll, and it's just, and it just sucks. So as soon as you think about doing it, don't do it. Okay. Obviously that's the bad advice, but it's definitely something I would, you know what I mean? Tell somebody to check to see if their heart's in it or not. Right. Now, if their heart is in it for real, then the lane of advice I would give them is to just not stop ever. Like don't ever stop. Don't ever give yourself a break. Treat it like it's your job maintain a real job you need money you need right. money to invest in yourself but don't stop like if you got downtime to play video games you're asking to pick up a pen and start writing you know what i mean if you got time to 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 go out and party just stay home and work on your craft become better you know don't fill the game up with shitty crappy rhymes become good get better and maintain the course and just don't stop you know because as soon as you stop I'm going to stop taking you serious. Right. And then, and then, and then the, we don't have any business together after that. You know what I mean? I don't, right. I don't do this. uh rapper comes out with two songs a year. Bullshit work hard, yeah. make an album, go, go, go make it your job. Yeah. That would be my second lane of advice and obviously the harder route, but that's what I did. Yeah. I'm, you know, and that's what I encourage anybody else to do.
0: Is there any template that you use to kind of help you practice to keep those rhymes not sound more robotic than like a lot of them do? I've listened to a lot of individuals that have come out with songs and it just you see it, you you hear it and it's like robotic. It's not like them really. uh, I want to compare it to like pro wrestlers being over scripted. So like they overdo themselves. You're they're over trying. So what is your template that makes you a little like open the gate so you're not so like locked?
1: that's the one thing that i always have to remind myself don't write the same song i just wrote i especially with rogues gallery i try to do something different on every song so people have no idea where i'm coming from how did he learn that how did he how was he able to do that how did he rap that so fast how did he put those words together you constantly need to work on your craft and remind yourself that there is a you know, oversaturation. You can play yourself by sounding the exact same again and again and again. And even even artists that I like that are above me, I eventually just kind of, all right, well, uh, he, he, it sounds the same as the last album, so I'm kind of like losing interest. You know what I mean? Right. Stay creative. You know, treat this shit like it's an art. Treat it like it's an art. You know, if all you're doing is painting flowers, you're gonna be good at painting flowers. But then when I ask you to paint something else, you ain't gonna be able to right. do it. You don't want to get
0: them into that tunnel
1: vision. Right. uh, If you want to use that analogy. So, right. Paint some flowers. And then on the next canvas, paint a skull. On the next canvas, paint something dark. Then paint something happy. Just keep, keep, you're the only person. Yeah. Mix it up. You're the only person that's going to be able to do that for yourself. So, right. So,
0: the music side here, then you have pro wrestling that you like. Where yeah. did you start liking pro wrestling? What uh era or what decade did you really get into professional wrestling? Uh
1: the WCW brought me into wrestling. Uh WCW, uh that was, you know, I, I wasn't really into WWE at the time. It just kind of seemed WCW kinda had a little more color to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh and WWE a lot gritty. Yeah. That yeah, WWE was much more raw and gritty uh, until. So I kind of but to attribute WWE, I'm definitely an attitude era individual. Yeah, I'm the, uh I'm the Hollywood Hulk Hogan kid. Um, I'm the uh, you know I love NWO. That's you know that. Um, but I also love people like Mick Foley is a, like a probably like my biggest hero in life. Right. So so the uh, Cactus Jack stuff. Um, I really got into that and then once ECW came around that's kind of right exactly where my heart went, the hardcore, you know I just started ignoring all the other wrestling stuff and it was all ECW all the time.
0: that's like another where the music combined too with ECW because I mean ICP was there, they also went to WCW, Uh, they did a little thing with TNA later on after WCW got bought out but yeah, there's that mix so that's another thing that kind of uh, is similar to what's going on with Monsters Ball 9. Um, any, if you any- look at
1: the logo, the Monsters Ball 9 one-night stand, that is an old ECW event, ECW one-night stand.
0: Right, yep.
1: And, and so then you also,
0: let- you did mention to me, because I, I knew about this, but for the ones that didn't, there's another connection to pro wrestling with your old group,
1: BMA. You mm-hmm. have you
0: can go ahead and tell them what that one is with that logo.
1: Well, we're coming out NWO style. Uh, when you guys see the logo in this video format, it's going to be black masker but it's going to be that old black and white NWO format, and that's kind of like uh thats our theme. You know what I mean? Like, so for the musical acts, we for the show we've created Titantron uh, videos for each musical act to come out, just like a ring entrance. Right. And we're going—we're going right with the theme. So. We're coming out with that with that uh, NWO aesthetic right off the bat, you know. Right on. We're all, we're all giant monsters. We're all the bad guys, you know. I want I want to do everything, including like whipping someone with a belt and spray painting BMA on the back. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, I was obsessed with NWO, dude. That was my favorite. That's my favorite sector.
0: I, you know. I, I always say that if anybody wants to learn how to do it, Mr. F and wrestling, Mr. Uh, Nick Dinsmore knows how to swing a two by four uh, in a, in a food tray, a, a, a cookie sheet pretty damn well. So I think that you could probably learn a thing or two from him. Cause he's cracked a few heads uh, just act uh, Rich Maxwell. He's cracked his head several times. Um, yeah. You can add uh, me later on there, Rich, but anyway,
1: I, <laughs> just a quick shout out. I love working with uh, Eugene on this show, yeah. man he has How's been so feel? he's been so helpful like i ask him hey man i need i need this stuff i need this kind of email and next thing i know he's he, he just emails me fucking everything they have you know what i mean and right he's really really nice guy dude eugene's he the is. shit i loved his uh i loved his character in wwe the, the 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 mimicking of all the special moves all the finishers and things like right. that and just the super fan thing the, that he did, I just, I loved it, man. Eugene is really cool. Uh, I try not to be awestruck. Like, I try to, like, not say I'm working with a celebrity. But right. I, I feel like I'm working with a celebrity, you know? <laughs>
0: Have you it's ever real- seen some of his old OVW days where he was Mr. F from wrestling and just, he could twist you like a pretzel like Bret Hart or a, or a Kurt no. Angle? Yeah, no, man. I- like, yeah. No, he did a, a, a stint, I think, down in Mexico uh, he was, he was a doc. He knows a doctor. You just have to ask him about the doctor uh, and a little more hardcore, a little more, but he dude, He's so, he has the technical wrestling down like legit. I mean, he's trained all these stars that you see on TV now. Um, right. yeah. Any favorite match that comes to mind that you just keep repeating? You remember that you always want to go back and watch from your days and when you were younger, uh, watching well. professional wrestling.
1: The key, the the key obvious, the most obvious is probably Taker and, and Foley's Hell in the South. Right. That that one will just always have a special spot in my heart, man. That tooth in the nose, like just brings a tear to my eye. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah. but, uh, I guess uh let's see, specific matches. Um SummerSlam ninety seven it was a VHS tape I had as a kid and I, and I played it until the tape broke. Uh, <laughs> so that, uh, that one always stay in my head. Um, and those wrestling ones, uh, there was also a Halloween, a WCW Halloween havoc. Yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Havoc. That was like 98. I think that one I love. I always go back to, um, but some of my other favorite matches, man, are going to be like, an ecw oh oh my god uh probably the most heart-wrenching match of all time like is the uh terry funk versus sabu barbed wire match that was vicious i i, was, I watched that probably like once a day to even yeah. to this day, because i have an ecw most hardcore dvd yeah and uh i watch that all the time dude and i still i my heart just breaks for a man like they know what they're doing, you know, obviously, but just that level of uh, commitment to the to the entertainment is just right. You know, Terry Funk, man, I just that guy is just uh, he's like the Super Dave of wrestling. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the shit's just insane. And and Sabu, man, he, he even when he was young, the dude just looks old. So you just kind of feel like like they're just committing. They're just committing so hard that I just right. have so much respect for them, guys. You know, Sabbath, the, funk and foley, man. Those are the those those are the three ingredients to something truly amazing every time.
0: And they had some brutal matches. I mean, it wasn't for the faint at heart by any means. Uh, no. I don't think you could be able to. Well, you could if you had it on a uh, on a, a Patreon, but you couldn't show those on some pay per views because people wouldn't be able to the handle the the gruesomeness
1: yeah.
0: of it. And they put their
1: bodies through hell. I remember I. When I was a kid, um, there was some sort of a hardcore cage match that there was, and Terry Funk was, what, Chainsaw Chuck or Chainsaw Charlie or whatever he was? Yeah, yep. And uh, they fucking chained him to the ring with these long handcuffs around his neck. Yep. And he's sitting there kicking and looking like he's kicking and choking and dying, and he stays suspended by his neck for, like, ever to the point where I was Sick to my stomach, man. That was like, that's like horror effects. That's like Tom Savini 80 horror effects in the ring, dude. And it's just so super genius that, oh, it just blows me away, dude. Gives me, I got goosebumps right now. Yeah. It was gross. Uh, it was disgusting. The
0: The detail that he went into to keep it more real than, you know, you, 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 you wouldn't have known that he was, uh, he hid that magic of how to. Keep it looking really real, but then it, it's obviously done like safely. You wouldn't have yeah. thought it, you would have thought the guy was really actually doing this, and you're like sitting there, kind of like you were like, Yeah, excited! Then you're kind of getting worried, like, um, somebody Dude, should check on him. Like,
1: uh, that right uh, there is the exact thing. You're sitting there and you're like, Oh my god, I can't. This is the why are they not? Where's the remote? Know?
0: Where's the remote? I'm shutting it off. I'm shutting it off. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's scary now, you know, and right to me that's always amazing. Um, a lot of Mick Foley's, So thanks to thanks to ICP, back to them, JCW. Yeah, they used to have those Stranglemania tapes where basically ICP would just talk shit over old Japanese pro wrestling matches. Yeah, and that's where I really got into Mick Foley because that's where you seen him take a lot of licks, you know. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> that's where you seen him lose his ear, you know, and he'd do the same thing that uh, Funk would do. He'd get he tie his neck up in the ropes, and it looks so painful, and it looks so dangerous. Right. You know, yeah, Mick Foley, I believe, perfected what uh, Funk started. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, obviously, that's his mentor, but fully well. pushed into the mainstream to a point where it's undeniably some of the best shit you'll ever see in wrestling.
0: I don't remember exactly the name of the pay-per-view, but both of them love to put themselves through a table that's lit on fire. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, they, they have documentaries that say that, yeah, I look at my arm or, you know, they're little, but you would have thought they would have been completely scarred up more than what they are. The amount of flames, how they did it perfectly to be able to get it out, you know, be able to roll and, But, man, Mm -hmm. that that was just brutal. They were the only ones that took the fire literally extreme, no pun intended with ECW, but they took it extreme.
1: Yeah, no, for real. I can't remember what match it was either, but I just remember one time, I can't even remember who, who was holding the bottle, but they were just spraying lighter fluid on this table, used the whole goddamn bottle. And you were like, that's not safe like that doesn't seem sanctionable like right almost you know like let's just use the whole bottle let's get them really cheering and even though this is super dangerous let's do it anyway
0: well let's let's do it anyway here let's uh get me to name a couple of the people that are gonna be at this one night stand uh you're gonna have the law and order referee uh amanda uh you're going to have mr nitro himself brandon nitro you're gonna have the DJ himself, DJ JK, Mister yeah. One Two's. Uh, yeah. You're gonna have Eugene there. Uh, you're gonna have the, the the nasty guy, Freak Nasty. We have a little beef him and Free Nasty from the last show that I was at. You know, he didn't really treat the champion, who was DJ GK at the time, um, and then you know. We're not going to talk about the, the new champ that, that they have. You know, We we have beef from a long time ago with that new champ. Uh, but then you're going to have Jesse Shower. Actually, I think this, this is close to the first time he's been back since uh, yeah. he had an injury. So this is going to be yeah. interesting. The Monstar himself.
1: He's one of my absolute favorites, dude. The Monstar is just – he's he's awesome, dude. He's you know, one of the
0: best. I honestly, when you guys with Black Mask Armada – And he would use that Monstars video entrance. And Mm -hmm. I thought it would be sweet if it could. And I've told Jesse this before. I thought it would be really sweet if you guys mixed the song a little bit. You know, even if it's it's with Rogue's Gallery or whatever. But just that that beat, that feel. And have that as his theme song would be freaking lit, in my opinion.
1: We kind of had that conversation before us the BMA. Because you have the Monstars from Space Jam. Yeah. That song Hit 'em High, Hit 'em High, Hit 'em High. And that song is a compilation of rappers. It's like Method Man, Red Man, yep. B Real, Exhibit. I was like, man, we could do that. You know what I mean? The- I think
0: it would be legit. <laughs> yeah, it would
1: be really cool, man.
0: I mean, look at, look at, look at you guys. You, you have Dags, you, everybody else, all, all of you. You individually could be those monsters. And I, dude, I just, you guys got the production. I've seen some of your videos that you do for ads. Like it's it's freaking legit. I think it would be awesome. Absolutely insane.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think man, this might be a, this might be BMA's last show, you know. Like this is the thing that Black Mascamada never really had a farewell show. Yeah. Things kinda you know, life kinda pushed us pushed us on to the point where we could never get it worked out. So this is the this is the final goodbye. But as far as far as everything else goes, like making music and stuff. You, you can't really ever cancel anything out. You know right. what I mean?
0: Good you times. never say never. You never say never.
1: It's easier to make a song than it is to get together for a show and all the rehearsal, right. all the everything. So, you know, it's BMA all day for the rest of my life, dude. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's just me alone, BMA stands for the same things. It's brotherhood, you know, and it's right. a, it's a strength mentality and it's anger, you know? So, uh, that will always be something that I carry on with in my life. And I know the boys kind of feel the same way, you know, they're, they're getting older, you know, they got jobs, kids, we all got kids now, but, uh, you know, uh, they encourage me to this day the same way I would encourage them in all their endeavors. And I, no matter what the situation is, I'm going to maintain the same level of, uh, uh, a code of ethics that we started with no matter what, you know? So, Yeah. The, the music there might be new music you know what i mean i'm you never count anything out there could be new right. music five years from now but this show is probably the last bma show the world will ever see
0: and you, you guys know? are gonna have to make sure that you guys get going there you want to give them the the time and date and the place the venue uh we'll repeat it here as the the show keeps going on but if you would like to tell them exactly what place what time and where it's going to be what day
1: Yep, Monsters Ball Nine is in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, at Biggs Bar, uh, that which is on West 12th Street. Um, it October 30th, Devil's Night, the night before Halloween. Uh, doors are at seven, and bell rings at eight o'clock. Right. And like I said, wrestling and rap all night long. You're barely going to have a chance to get a cigarette in. You know, it's going to be right. so much entertainment nonstop entertainment from beginning to end, but that is October 30th at in Sioux Falls, South Dakota at Big's bar. Right on.
0: Uh, I got a text and then by legal reasons, I do have to mention the champ of Midwest all pro wrestling money made Julian Richards, uh, you know, uh, him and I have a little bit of beef, but you know, money did get the title. I still think DJ JK should have been the champion still, but uh, also maybe, you know, if people want, they can go up to the time traveler DeLorean Diggs, and see if they can go back, change a little time, and like you said, never say never. There might be new music. You, you just don't know. Though that's a pretty good lineup that you guys got there. Plus, I want to give, uh, and I want to see if you have more information than I do. Unfortunately, I didn't get too much because I've been trying to run around. I got a lot of things going, but tell us a little bit about like some of these other like groups that are going to be there because they they they're talented too. Uh, oh.
1: Well, the main thing is, is a full circle thing. So Truth and ADAP and Red versus Green uh, and Black Mask Armada, those are all members that are in Rogue's Gallery today. Oh, right on, uh, right on. Truth and ADAP was a huge rap group around here, uh, you know, for years and years and years, consisting of, of my partner, Louie, and his partner, Kenny, Truth and ADAP, you know, and they just, they were just killing shit. They honestly really were, man. They were huge. Uh, Red vs. Green there's my boy Tommy and my boy Griff. And they they kind of started at the exact same time the BMA did. You know, we kind of came up together. We Griff was one of the only rappers in town that wasn't in my crew that I got along with.
0: Right.
1: I, okay. I, I really can't stand any other motherfucker, but I really like Griff. Um, you know what I mean? And so yeah. they just kept growing. They've done so many cool things, too. You know, they've got to play so many amazing shows in Minnesota and South Dakota. And they just have this really fresh, young edge to them. So we're right. bringing that. We're bringing those two groups in the BMA back as a big full circle thing. But the other two musical acts that we have are big smoke. He comes out of uh, Minnesota. Um, he, he was a friend of Griff's growing up. He's extremely talented. He's got a very strong promoter mind to him. Uh, and, and his crew just, they just move like a, like an army unit. It's insane. They just are so well calculated. And the guy is so talented that. Uh, you know, I hope he doesn't mind making the drive all the time, but we want him to come and play all these shows. Right. And then open minded, man, uh, open minded out of Minneapolis. I can't say enough nice things about them, dude. Like I love open minded like they're my like I'm in the group, you know, like right. uh, Mike and Jake, man, uh, and Monkey and Killa uh, and their DJ and just everybody that they rock with, man. They're so talented. Uh, they're, they're so super creative. I just really encourage everybody to come and check them out uh, on any level, no matter where they're playing, because it just blows me away. And they had some, like, really cool uh, success last year. They came out with a song called Wazer Wifle, which is about about the Fallout series, the video game series. Okay, yeah. Well, the fucking uh, Bethesda heard that song and shared it, and it just blew up for them. They have, like, over a million views on it. And it's a really clever song, man. Like all those components of the video game put inside of it, I just I love those guys more than fucking damn near to anybody. So I really encourage people to come check out Open Mind.ed The shit will just you. I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it what it is because they're always changing. Right. One album is all jazz, jazz rap, and then the next album's like horrorcore, and the next album's a rock band, and it's like they don't they don't stop. They don't ever. Right. They don't like we were talking about earlier, they never get caught up in their own in their own shit because they're constantly changing. It's so great. Right on. So the this lineup for Monsters Ball, I'm very proud of it. You know what I mean? Extremely proud of it. So having Midwest All Pro with us is, is it it, you know what? It really just seems like the right move. Like right. I want to work with them some more. Like I want to work with Midwest All Pro on other things, you know. Like I want this to be the introduction to a, a good relationship. Because you know, I know the I know some wrestlers in there. You know, like shout out to Jesse and shout out to Vinny. You know, and getting to know all these other cats, dude. Delorean Diggs, he's a super fucking nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And he's he's super talented. Like, uh, uh, I seen him wrestle. They just did an outside show at Biggs uh, not too long ago. Um, him and uh and, and Isaac were going at it, and they they were both just awesome and. Uh, they were he was saying that he won that uh Black Wrestlers Matter. Yeah, he uh, did. He won the the tournament, yeah. the, the Battle Royal. And that's fucking awesome, dude, because that's 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 wrestlers from all over the place coming together right. and he's still taking it, you know, and bring that home to us. That's phenomenal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So big props to him, big props to a lot of wrestlers, and I can't wait to meet more of them. I can't wait to do work with more of them. And if any of them watch this, yo, hit us up, man. We wanna make a ring entrance song for you. We can make you right. the best one there is. You don't have to use, you know what I mean. We we come with original music all the time, hard hitting. Just, you know, our music's like going through a table. So hit us up, and we'll, you know, we'll make one for you.
0: Right on. Uh, I did say earlier in the show that I wanted to put uh, um, some music out there from your your new group, Rogues Gallery. Yep. Uh, where can I go and search that to, to to put it up there on the the mic?
1: Well, depending on what depending on what uh, what you're using, if you're using YouTube. Go ahead and type in Rogues Gallery six oh five. That'll pop up that right there. If you're using Spotify, if you're using iTunes, it's it's just Rogues Gallery. But on with uh, on YouTube, it's Rogues Gallery six oh five. We'll find we'll get you there faster. The problem that we're facing right now is Rogues Gallery is a comic book reference, uh, referencing all the villains in, in Batman's Gotham. You okay. know that's his gallery. So. <laughs> The issue with that is is when you just type in Rose Gallery on YouTube, you get all these, all these comic book vlogs. Right. Okay. So we so, had to change it up to Gallery 605.
0: So, do you have an old school uh, barber's blade for the logo?
1: Yes, we do. Yeah, okay. we use that straight. All
0: right, yep, that's what it is. Okay, now I found it. Uh, you mentioned a song earlier, and I'm trying to find it. It was the Gorilla Panic
1: yeah that's the name of the album and we do have a title track called gorilla panic on that album too and that shit just i'm gonna boot it up here
0: jake Handgrad film oh We got the nasty boy shirt. I like it. Kick back and watch the panic set in. You should expect unchecked question. What you about to see? Countless
1: scenes of the panic injected spread. He'll flirt with Armageddon, set fire to all the wreckers. Take a piss, find your piss on your and blood the world of these present. Should've learned a lesson. Ain't nobody give a mess up with a group of people who've been ripped down in tone. Adrenaline likes to visit the pediment before we cover.
0: I like that speed, that fast put out. Like there's no stuttering; it's just quick and smooth. Yeah. That, 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 that's awesome, there, man. That reminds me of like Twister. How Twister can say everything so quick and speedy. That, that's oh, good. for
1: sure, man. Oh, dude, that's legit. Thank you. I appreciate that too, man. Like fast rounds are really important to us, man. Uh, uh, I don't want to toot my own horn, but if there's anybody that can rap faster or better than me in this state, they better let it be known soon because I'm, I got the title here at home, and they try to come get it anytime they want.
0: I always say that isn't being cocky. That's just confidence.
1: Yep. I feel like the only person second to me is my boy Griffin. We're in the same damn group, so there you really you <laughs> You know what I mean? So you're right. We we in the pocket, but. I mean, there is other phenomenal rappers and shit like that, but I got to hold my own the way the best I can. And that's exactly it. So,
0: hey, I I also always say that if you ain't going to be confident in yourself, you might as well get out of the business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? For young cats, too, man, that took me years to learn. You know, I had plenty of self-esteem issues involved with this rap shit. And it wasn't until like four or five years ago I said, you know what? Quit saying, all oh, that was all right, it could be better, and just fucking admit it. It was the shit. Dude, what you do is good. I don't walk around. I'm not cocky. You know, I'm a pretty humble guy, but I'll give myself credit where credit's due, and right. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty crafty, and I, and I have my craft down really well. You know what I mean? Well, Other let's than that. A... I... No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You go ahead.
0: I was just going to say it's about that time to give the uh, sponsors a little bit of credit. So go ahead and like name all the sponsors that are making this uh, MBA or MB9. God, I can't get through a dang segment, and my co-owner, co-host Cole Dawson, he's gonna hear this. He's gonna laugh at me and give me a bunch of crap. I do it all the time. I apologize. Uh, but MB9, whoo, one night stand. Uh, let's hear what the who the sponsors are to make this possible.
1: Well, first off, man, I, would, I do want to say like when it comes to monster, when it comes to our own endeavors, we've never really had external sponsors. However, things have been changing lately. So I do want to give a shout out to my team. I want to give a shout out to my boy, Cheeseburger. He's been helping me on all the, all the computer development stuff that we need done with this. Midwest All Pro, of course, Biggs Bar, uh, and, then, and then, you know, Rogue's Gallery itself is its own sponsorship. But I also want to take a moment to give a big shout out to Great Duck Botanicals, which is, uh, which is a hemp and C- CBD farm not too far from Sioux Falls. And they've been messing with us really heavy. Uh, and and there's definitely something coming down the pipeline with us and i really look forward to them you know and and, uh that's going to be really fun that's going to be really cool working with them and that i would consider them the first sponsor i've ever used for anything right on you know but um, otherwise it's all everything we've ever done before that comes always out of pocket I, i don't think i've ever went anywhere and said hey can you help me pay for all of this you know like we just work very hard and come up with the cash. We sell our tickets, so probably our biggest sponsor is our fan base, the Rogue Nation, and they're the ones that are the ones that are really going out of their way to make sure that everything happens the way it does. So right.
0: Well, for anybody that's out there that's listening or watching this on YouTube or any of all the podcast platforms, it is an all ages event. It's yes, Friday, sure. October thirtieth. The doors open at seven p.m. Bell rings at eight p.m. If you buy the tickets pre-sale, and I'm just guessing, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it's probably midwestallpro.com, or what is the uh, avenue for them to order tickets?
1: Uh, It's an Eventbrite link on uh, the event page. If you go on Facebook, we have an event page. You can just type in Monsters Ball 9, and it'll bring it up. We have an Eventbrite link that just takes you there and, and charges you with no extra charges, like Ticketmaster. It doesn't do that, so... That's fifteen dollars presale plus anybody in Sioux Falls, anybody on this show has physical presale tickets. We will deliver to you. We will we will bring them to you on a silver platter. Uh, and anybody who hits me up personally, Gorilla Pimp Levi Hansen on Facebook and wants a ticket for me, I'm gonna sell you the fifteen dollars presale ticket, and I'm gonna give you a free CD of my choice. So we're just a random album that I decide to give you, and then. Uh, I'll be probably developing a few more. I've always done GDP discounts, and I'll probably have a few more things up my sleeve by before the end of the yeah. month.
0: Right on. And so, like the door price is twenty bucks. Uh, twenty and big the door. Yep. And, uh, Bigs Bar is at thirty one ten West Twelfth Street. That's um, right. In Sioux Falls, South Dakota, man, this is going to be absolutely amazing. I'm I'm legit pumped. I Vinny uh, shared this out. And I looked at this, caught my eye immediately. And I'm like, well, I got to share this. So I started sharing it a little bit. Uh, it was in September, so I didn't want to share it too much. Mm-hmm. But I started closer to October. I started sharing it, sharing it. Um, like I told you, you gave me pictures. I'm going to try to make a video on our... Yes, I have TikTok. Nobody can at me. I don't care. But we're <laughs> going to try to make a video on TikTok with these still pictures. Um, if you guys have any videos uh, or anything that does with the advertising of this, go ahead and send it to us. We will... We don't need anything. We always—I like to help the guys out from here. Um, basically, I'm gonna, uh, you know, put the money from my pocket to help put it out there because we usually give other sponsors the price of hey, this is what they got to pay to do that. Uh, um, I Midwest All Pro Wrestling is also a sponsor for our show, so sweet. I'm just gonna extend the olive branch out to help too. So any videos, anything that you have for advertising, I'm willing to do that. To help you guys out on the podcast. Um, Guys, once again, this is uh, a don't want to miss type of event. Uh, If you're in the area, in the tri-state area, uh, if you're going to just come from somewhere out west, out east, out down south, or even up in the great Canadian, eh? And you're going to be around this time, around the 30th, it's a don't miss show. Once again, it's all ages. Friday, October 30th. Doors open at 7. Bell rings at 8. Pre-sale 15. Uh, you go to the door, it's 20 and it's at Biggs Bar at 3110 West 12th Street in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Sir, you have the rest of the time to say your, your links, which you'll have to give me the link so I can copy them in the description below. Uh, for sure. go ahead and uh, take this time to say whatever else you want to say.
1: Well, I just want to say, man, first off, thank you for uh, interviewing me. This is my first wrestling podcast. It was fun talking about wrestling. Um. I want a big shout out once again to Eugene, uh, Nick Dinsmore, and the Midwest All-Pro group for working with us on this. This is a completely new, unprecedented event. We have people, supporters coming from all over the place, as far as Texas, West Virginia, and Illinois, uh, Minnesota, Iowa. We have people coming from all over the place to watch this wrestling and to watch this culmination of the music that has existed in the past decade, you know, the past decade of my life boils down to this show um and so i'm very excited for it um check us out check out my new group rogue's gallery on spotify itunes whatever we're called rogue's gallery r o g u e s gallery g a l l e r y check out black mask armada that's 5 years of hard work 6 years of hard work strong legacy uh, we created a whole new level of music around here in our community. And that's something I'll always tote on my back. You know, my brothers for life with those guys, check us out. Black Mask Armada Rose Gallery. You can find us on Facebook. I don't do Twitter. I don't do TikTok. I know I'm behind on the Toms. Uh, you, can check <laughs> me out on, you can check me out on Instagram, Gorilla Pimp uh, 605. Uh, or you can check out my Facebook page as well. Gorilla Pimp. Uh, and we're always going to be doing something new. We're always going to be trying to stretch the envelope. We're gonna do what we're gonna do the opposite of whatever the cool kids say is cool. So stick with us, man, because we because you have a home here with us. You know what I mean? There's there's no no stress of trying to be somebody that you're not. You roll with us and we're gonna treat you like family no matter who you are. You could have a leg growing out of your neck and you're still gonna be my best friend. You know what I mean? Like right on. We, there's no egos here. We invite everybody to join us. We invite everybody who doesn't have a place. This is the place. You know what I mean? It, uh, the, that, that's the main thing that we do with our career is we cater to those who don't fit in with the A team. You know what I mean? We're ready to we're ready to roll with y'all. So I really appreciate this, man. And I hope anybody that sees this gives us gives us a gander because the, the music is so original and different that I, I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it. You have to check it out. The shit is just a league of its own, completely.
0: Right. Why don't you go ahead and spit out that uh, link to where to get tickets once again so somebody didn't get it mixed up for me saying the theother.com, so oh, give them sure. that shout out again.
1: It's an event. Eventbrite is the name of the website, but if you go, go to facebook.com, search Monsters Ball 9, you will find our event page. On that event page, there is an Eventbrite link. Uh, I don't know the specific link because it, it's like a bunch of letters and numbers, but well, and we'll have, have it in have the it.
0: description everywhere too. But
1: yeah, yes, it'll be in the description and I'll get that to you to add too. But uh, yeah. go to our event page. If you guys interact with the event page, click going, maybe even if you're not going, click going, it helps with the algorithm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Facebook is such a shifty bastard that you kind of have to manipulate and cheat your way around their rules in order to gain traction. So, right. you know, work with us, there is tickets there. If you're in the Sioux Falls area, feel free to message anybody, Black Mask Modern, Rose Gallery, anybody from Midwest All-Pro, tickets will be delivered to you one way or another. You will be able to get a physical pre-sale ticket.
0: And you have plenty of time to get these tickets because right now, third going on the fourth. Yes. Uh, we will be uh, at least advertising this before we post the show. Uh, hopefully by next Friday, it gives you guys time to understand that there's tickets available. Like I said, Kodai radio network is going to sit there and help, uh, push the advertising on that for you. Uh, you'll you know, extend the olive branch out. Um, man, appreciate you reaching out to be on the show. I look forward to this event. I'm actually trying to, uh, make sure that my son doesn't have a football game at that time. Uh, that he has to be at because it's, you know, during the school year, but we're going to try to go down there because that's just going to be a non-miss. Plus my son's one of the referees that does events for Midwest All-Port Wrestling. That's uh oh, ref, that's Ethan awesome. Iglesias. Yeah. So oh, it, it'll cute. be really cool to be able to go down there and see that, see all you guys perform. Um, I, you know, I, I don't have anything else to say that can show how much no. I appreciate you guys reaching out. I, I really do. And but if you want to be on one- TikTok. Sure. You can just send me uh, videos and I'll post it on our TikTok page.
1: We'll TikTok, TikTok's famous. i might going
0: to
1: have, I'm gonna have to have somebody show me what that is. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> um, I will say, too, as far as the rap experience, I'm not a wrestler, but you come to my shows and I've been known to put somebody through a table. Right. I've been known to put a chair upside someone's head. You know, we, we find a way to make this shit a little bit different than everybody else. You won't just see... Dudes walking back and forth. This is going to be something phenomenal, and it's going to be completely unprecedented. Sioux Falls has never seen anything like this before. So Monsters Ball 9 is going to be a change in the game. I can't what
0: wait. Is, now, now, now that you said that you would put somebody through a table, a long time ago, I'm going to get nerd-like, but a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, uh, the r- recent Midwest All-Pro Wrestling heavyweight champion, uh, Money Made Julian Richards, uh, was champion back then, and I always thought myself as a because uh, I had a purple dress shirt on. I, I said I was the, the the gorilla or whatever. So one gorilla to another gorilla, uh, <laughs> I, I might be able to you know pull out the funds and maybe eh, maybe money made might go through a table. I don't know. I'm just well, I'm just saying. You didn't hear it from me, but I'm just saying. Well,
1: I'll tell you what, if any of them wrestlers in Midwest All Pro want the smoke, we got it over here. They there better watch go. out. We do right. got some chicks up our sleeve. Vinny's been training us, too, so we <laughs> 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 you know what you see at Monsters Ball, man, but right. we might have a clash, you know, between between my company and the Midwest All-Pro. We all want to get along, but who knows, you know, it just takes one of those jobbers to run their mouth.
0: <laughs> well, hey, let's do this old school like they did in the WCW because you have the sign there, you have ECW. We'll put up the, the good old, like, too sweet. Code yes. I Radio Network, Rogues Gallery, yeah, Here we go. Woo. Everybody, DJ Barbecue, C to the to the G, CP Pimp, um, man, yeah. thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Gorilla Pimp, thank you very much, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. I am pumped. Peace. Hell yeah. Is it your dream to become a professional wrestling superstar, manager, or referee? Well, you can make that dream a reality by training with Midwest All Pro Wrestling. Learn from former WWE superstar and NXT coach Eugene Nick Dinsmore. Classes are training right now, so go to
1: MidwestAllPro.com and click on training to enroll today. What I Radio
0: Network is brought to you by Midwest All Pro Wrestling. to MidwestAllProWrestling.com and get tickets today. Revenue Brewing Company. It's the cure for what ails you. Jeff Park. That one-eyed barbecue makes barbecue so good, mm it'll put a smile on your face. And Kodai Radio Network is powered by KBAC.ROCK. Rock radio the way rock radio should be. Go to KBACKRadio.com and listen today.